couch and tennis sports report some of us are ready to jump off today some of us are not we've got a uh, uh the good bad and ugly of sports this week good evening gentlemen evening evening how, we doing? how are you hey good to be good good to be good i like that it's good to see you in a good mood t-bird especially after how your falcons and hawks been playing so mm-hmm. i'm always in good just woosah woosah <laughs> um been a busy week um even though the major league baseball season is over they did hand out some awards and no surprise to anyone in this room t-bird you called it rookie of the year is your boy michael harris babe well deserved well deserved no doubt yeah he was he should be the braves team mvp because when he when um t-bird's guy adam what you call it got hurt michael harris <laughs> that gave the opportunity for michael harris to come up he and, came up and he came up and he dominated he did he dominated Strider was second, which coincidentally enough, first time since 2011 where two Braves teammates went first and second when Craig Kimball and some guy named Freddie um, (laughs) went first and second. (laughs) There were some other awards. A couple of Braves did get some golden gloves. I was surprised that Dusty Baker didn't get um, coach of the year. Manager of the year. year. Yeah. Yeah, they give it well in the American League. Who got in the American League? Um, Francona or Terry Francona. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and uh, um, this is his third time in ten years, so ten seasons. So I mean, who Francona? Yeah, is it? And then over in the National League, they give it to Buck Showalter. Okay. Come on, that sucks. No. Why? Just because he's the Mets coach? Yeah, that's one reason. And another reason is because I think Brian Snicker done a heck of a oh, job. No. He done a heck of a job keeping that team together. You going to tell me he didn't do a good job? Uh, All the injuries we had. We every go. team has and, injuries. And, oh, man, I don't want to hear that. All right, he lost so, his prime people, done a heck of a job, and he finishes third. That's ridiculous. So, Buck Showalter has won the award four times, four different teams, multiple decades. And and the Mets had the second best, you know, finish in, uh, you know, with their record in team history. Like that is, that is an impressive year. But tell me, how do you get the manager of the year award and you have a 14 game lead and then you lose it? How, how, How does that happen? So what kind of manager job did you do? Okay, well, don't why, talk about no injuries. The Braves, so the Braves blew their wad too late. Why should he? Why should Snicker get it? Because he brought that team back through uh, the injuries and everything, and still won 101 games and took the lead from the Mets. That's why you keep when you kept your team together through all of that. And the Mets was rolling the whole year, and you lose it to me. That ain't saying that he's the manager of the year. If your team finishes second best in their history, that's saying something. Nah, it's not. I, I don't agree with that. All right. Well, the Braves, the Braves won barely won a hundred games. I which, don't care that whether you barely win it or win it. No. The Braves barely won a hundred games, and and that is just. You know, that's one of uh, 15, 20 times that they've won more than 100 games. So who cares about that, Andrew? We're talking about now. I ain't talking about what right. happened then. Buck Showalter, Buck Showalter led his team to the second best finish in team history. I don't care. He lost a 14 game lead. 
So what Mo tell me now. You lose a 14 game lead. No, no and no, you get manager of the year? It's impossible for for the majority, especially if you're a true fan, to to be able to swallow some of these awards, um, especially um when you follow uh, your team closely and seeing um the good and the bad in their year you want to see the recognition not only for the team but for the market uh yeah i think that what snit, snit has done is significant and important but again buck has a history as well so um i don't know i think it's and, and the people obviously um felt he deserved it and and even if as a as a Braves fan, you don't. Um, his his record speaks for itself. It does. I'm sorry. I, 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 well, you know, y'all can agree, but I'm not going to agree with that because I think because you're biased. No, no. I just <laughs> think you you. I just think you you, you are pro Braves. No, pro Braves. Huh? You mean what's the other one? <laughs> Anti. Anti Braves. <laughs> we got a little bit of dissent from the chat saying that. Uh, the Mets did go through three coaches. So, what that mean? Um, they went through a lot to keep the organization together. You had a fourteen game. Okay. Wait a minute. Let me just You're say this. You no, it, no. You said it twice. What a minute. You had a fourteen game lead and you lost it. Freddie Gonzalez had a big lead when he was the Braves manager and lost it and got fired. And the, the other team came back and won the East. And he gets fired. So you that's the same thing that happened with Buck Showoff. So he gets the award, but Freddie Gonzalez gets fired and no recognition at all. So so you're what you're saying is what if, let me just run this by you. So if the Mets were, I don't know, 80 and what whatever the you know, whatever they'd have to be, 72 or whatever it was, what and lost a 14 game lead. Are you saying that that's different than because it was in the playoffs and, and it mattered? Like, are you saying that they lost a 14 game lead to lose the, lose the division at the end? And that's why it's important. I, yeah, I think so. I think something happened because you know, you were rolling. So that tells you that Brian Snicker kept his team together through the good and the bad, through all the major injuries where we had a rookie in center field, we 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 were having uh catching difficulties at one time. Um you had uh you lost your second your all-star second baseman, and you bring up another rookie and he delivers and fits right in. So you're gonna tell me that's not very good coaching and very good I, managing? I'm not saying that it's not. And the right. Mets had everybody. Okay, well then what about what about the whole you let Ozuna get DUIs and, and all that? But you ain't let Ozuna do nothing. You ain't Ozuna's daddy. Ozuna did that on his own. Yes, he did, but you kept him on the team. Like, why not get rid of Because this? that way, but you notice how they did that. Ozuna didn't play for a lot of games. So they merged that in a little bit to get to try to get their money's worth. And they I'm I'm thinking that they may slowly move that. They didn't make it bigger than what it was. That's it. And I think that was a heck of a job that they did. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, can I just say one thing? I, I see both sides, to be quite honest with you, because the the Mets put together a hell of a run. They had a great record towards the end, and then the Braves actually came in and, and fought them off. And so, I, I, I mean, I can see it going both ways. I can see this exact argument going the opposite way if Snicker had won. So 
Yeah, and uh, the Braves said, "This is my, this is our division, and we're not gonna let you have it." And they took it. They didn't give it to them. They took it. But so you are in the minority uh, because Snicker got third place in voting. I know he did. So, I, I, obviously, I'm not the only one that that feels a certain way, but. Uh, Showalter far and away ran away with with the votes. So clear, uh, that's just, clearly, he did that, something. Right. Who's that's, just, two? that's just baseball writers. Dave Roberts, the Dodgers. Uh, okay, now why why okay. should Dave Roberts get it? And every year he went in a hundred games. Okay, I mean it ain't nothing that he's doing. This well, he won special. he won the division. I mean, look at his stacked team. Look at look at Snicker. You so? got rook. Wait a minute. Oh, you got rookies playing, and you still win hundred and one games. See, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care about you. The Dodgers go out and build their team with money. The Braves build that team through their farm. System. Yeah, that's what the Yankees. That's the life of the New York Yankees. They oh. buy, they buy championships or try what, to buy what, championships. Why was the year. Yankees at? Huh? Oh, I don't. Okay. Now, now so you're going to think Yan I'm a Yankees fan. Yeah. What the Yankees oh, got to do God. with that? You want to brought them who, in there? Who cares if you if you go out and buy a buy a team or try to buy a team? Well, how you gonna be? The, how you gonna be? All, all, if you go out and buy uh, top tier players, all you got to do is tell them what they playing, and they supposed to do what they do. But it it's not the the cohesive unit because the Yankees don't win the title every dang year. How did we get on the Yankees and we was talking about the Dodgers? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, because I, you're talking I wanna, about I they have a you that, talking out the side of your neck. OG. I want to mention a couple of other Braves, um, Golden Glove winners, of course, Dansby and Max. Um, certainly, what I thought that's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> you did it twice. Yeah, really. I yeah, didn't, you I did. Didn't even, uh, I think she was just trying to shit me and OG. Basically, yeah. I, I need to have a different. Oh, I can, I can just mute them. That's not that. I got buttons for <laughs> that. that. Go, Mo. Go, that is, Ro. That is the thought. So, um, again, good seasons and certainly appreciate the recognition for. Should be more, I, I think. Because, again, I, I'm, I'm with you, T. Brett. I'm, I'm really teasing. The Braves had a phenomenal year considering they had to piecemeal uh, the team together at several points of the season. Um but I'm and I'm sorry that that was lost on 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 voters. But you know, Atlanta sports will always fly under the way you are. We don't get the of, respect. Uh, none of our teams gets the respect that they deserve, and OG know that. He's just playing devil's advocate here. But we, we don't get the the respect that we deserve. Uh, Dansby had a hell of a year at shortstop, and he still don't get what he ought to get. You think he's gonna but, get what he deserves? Yes. I, you know, I want to thank that he will because they said they got the money. And uh, I just don't think that you mess up the chemistry that you got with your team right now. I really don't. I agree. So, okay. I want to hear your thoughts on did Max Fried get robbed of the Cy Young? Because no. if you say yes, I'm going to tell you you're full of it. What did I just say? I said no. Okay. So, see, just because don't nobody agree with you, you think they're uh -oh. wrong. I'm oh, just, I'm oh just waiting goodness. because because Max Fried got second no, and he got I, snubbed. And, I just want to make sure. In that, my opinion, Max Fried shouldn't even been in the conversation. They going strictly by analytical numbers. Okay, that's from, what they going by. Okay, from the chat, um, there is discussion that there were three starter, three starters on the IL for the Mets at the time, um, and you brought up the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are pretty pretty hot and then the Braves were not the only team that had to piece together a season with young players so 
Yeah, every year, every, every season, year, everybody goes down. So, well, I'm not. It's a long season. Uh, <laughs> it's a long season. <laughs> nah, just just take that and put it in your pocket, OG. Uh, the thing about the long season is, is that uh, we needed that long season to do what we did. Yeah. So be thankful that we had it, Mister Smarty Pants. Yeah. I well, guess, I, <laughs> all right. What are, are you in agreement with the MVPs with the NL? AL MVPs. I'll go with Goldsmith. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'll go with him. Uh, Austin Riley cooled off. and uh, But, you know, he had a solid year all year long. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm glad Dansby got his gold glove. I think he deserved it. And, uh, you know, I, I just think the writers are political writers, I, I, just like everything else. I, I, you know, they got their favorites as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we've got ours, too. So, for the Braves team as a whole, they deserve an award for a really outstanding I, I, year. I think they had an outstanding year. They did. They did. And we didn't even mention Kyle Wright. He right. won 21 games. Right. Did nobody care? Wow. Y'all stick with us. We'll be back here on the Cal Sports Report to talk some high school football. Stick with us. Because of analytics. This is producer Dex with the Cat Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can prepare to share your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Council Taylor Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. We are back here on the Couch to Taste Sports Report. Deep breath, gentlemen. That was just, that was just round one. I think we can't, what, was it a tie, a draw? Is that what we're going to call nah, it? No, he got a black eye. He got, he got in a couple of uppercuts too now. He so. tried to hit me in the stomach. <laughs> Body blows. So, gentlemen, surprise, surprise, all three of the Bartow County High School teams that were in the playoff last week have advanced to the second round including big surprise Cass. and i i feel like t-bird said hey i'll root for them whatever whatever but they ain't gonna beat jefferson well I guess who showed that. up to the game i did say that and and i'm so happy for Cass. i really am because that's a bartow county team and i want them to go as far as they can go i i, I do I'm, I'm i'm rooting for them even if that does end this week i guess right uh well yeah 
They, but, they, they whooped up on Jefferson 27 to 17. So certainly um, did a phenomenal job. They face Mays tonight. Um, they are at home. So maybe having home field advantage is something that'll kind of give them a boost. What, what do you think their chances are, OG? I, they came out hot against Jefferson. I think they they scored, I think it was 10 points in the first quarter, 14 points in the first quarter against Jefferson. If they can come out hot again and just establish that that momentum and just stay, you know, just stay hot. Use that, that, um, you know, from last week's win, use the, just stay with the momentum and come out hot with the home field. Uh, there's a chance. I got to agree with you on that. I, I, I think if they can build off of last weekend, I think that they got a chance because Mays ain't never impressed me over the years. Mm -hmm. You know, they came to Cartersville. We beat them like they stole our grandmama's pocketbook. So, you know, I, I just, I just think, uh, I, I agree with you, OG. I, I really hope Cass can do that. Are, are you feeling okay? I, I feel fine. I, I did, just, you, did you say you agreed with him? I do. I told you. I cheer for Cass and Adairsville when they playing anybody but Cartersville. All right. So speaking of cheering for Adairsville, handily handled Douglas last week, fifty-five to twenty-six. Um, do you see? Again, I'm, I'm. This is my. I'm telling you, this is my dark horse. I really think that. Um, Adairsville has a chance to, to really have a special year. Um, yeah, I know, of course, I'm, I'm always going to root for Roper. Um, mm. but they've got a couple of, of really great running backs um, who have really stacked up with the over 1,000 yards rushing this year. So, again, um, we'll wait and see, obviously. Um, let's see who they face this week. Um, Oconee <sighs> County. Oconee? Yeah, and they're at home as well, so – Oh, I think ooh. I think Oconee County, that's a South Georgia team. And you know, they grow them boys up there like trees. So uh, they do. Them them some big boys down there. So I, I hope Adairsville does good too. Uh it would be great if all our teams could really go deep into the playoffs. Yeah. You? Yeah, that'd be something that you don't normally see. You know, one county have two or three multiple teams that go far. That's right. Just because the the talent divide. You know, yeah. There's there's only so much talent. I mean, but. think about it. So obviously, you know, Cartersville won handily as well, forty three to ten against Clark Central. So they're in the same class as Cass. So maybe would wouldn't that be interesting if maybe in a different round they they met up? Ugh. Yeah. I, I, are they going in? Uh, they in the same region, right? So, would would I wonder if would they meet? Could they possibly could meet? potentially meet yeah. if they both kept winning far yeah. enough? You know, a couple yeah. more games they yeah. would meet. And yeah. we all know what would happen then. Here we go. Here, Here we go. You know, we'd be the state champion. Oh, well, that, that's what Jer that's what Jefferson thought too. Yeah, but we Cartersville. Here we go. Well, they're they're against Cambridge, and it's an away game. We them so, games. Um. Cambridge, I don't know that they could present an issue, but again, I, I just, I think the only thing standing in the way of, of Cartersville making it all the way to the end is them. Um, as long as they yeah. come out with their intensity, listen to their coaches, stick to fundamentals, um, and play hard, I, 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 I can see them bringing home another another championship. I really can. Yeah, the the balance that that Cartersville has is is. I mean, it, it. They are nicely balanced. It's not like they've got a, a somebody on on the level of Trevor Lawrence. You know, it, it, they've got a very good quarterback, very good running back, very good. You know, defense, special teams, all very, very good. Not they're not heavily weighted in one p 
particular category or another. Yeah, I, I think to me, I, I think the key is if, if Cartersville continues to get good quarterback play out of Paul Gamble like they did last week, I think it it elevates our level. That's the that's what I think this team needs the most. Because when our quarterback is playing well, the defense plays even better. Yeah. So. Right. And the, and avoiding those self inflicting wounds. That's their their big nemesis. Right. Yeah. No fumbles. Yeah. Right. Agree. Good luck to them all. Um, we hope to, we hope to be talking about it again next week. Wanted so. to wanted to switch gears a little bit. Something a little bit more serious. We talk a little bit about some college football. There was a tragedy, um, this week with uh, three. University of Virginia football players being killed by an ex-player. We see it so much, y'all. We see these mass shootings. We see these gunmen. We see these folks who appear to be unhinged um, attack innocent people who just, you know, did not deserve, do not deserve this this level of violence. Is there something the NCAA needs to do about this? Is this just because, again, we've seen campus shootings before, um, is this something on a state level, university level? I mean, can how do we protect our students when we're sending them off to get a higher education, to play sports, and this happens? You don't you don't expect this, OG, you know? Yeah, it, it's just I think the big question everyone has is why? Like why? You know, what 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 reason did this happen? And I I don't know if there is anything that, you know, the university or or the NCAA can can do. It's just it's could be a mental health you know issue that that unaddressed, or it could be something else, or he could be angry that he's a former player and not a current player. I yeah. mean, hard to say. I'd heard something about bullying, but here's here's what I feel, OG and, and Tipper. I'd like you to jump into, and that's I don't think regardless if if someone to say, well, he did this because X Y Z. I don't think we'll ever be like, oh, okay, now we'll understand. It's it's not something that will ever make sense. There's never going to be an excuse um, to take someone else's life because of the way you feel you've been treated, because of how your life is going. It speaks to, but it's a microcosm of our, of our society right now. Don't you think, T-Bird? I do. I think, uh, I mean, I agree with OG. The The schools can't, it, it's not their fault that that guy went out and did that. Uh, you got a campus full of a lot of people and everybody got their own different way of thinking and could be a, a a mental issue and all that. But I, you know, the question is, how do you prevent that? How do you police that? And, you know, some people will say gun control, mm -hmm. you know, some people will say something else, but if somebody want to do something, yeah. they, they gonna do it. Whether you got things in place or not. Well, the interesting thing is there was a report of him waving a gun around a few months ago right. and they investigated, found no gun. So what do you, what do you do? It's, it's, you know, there's only so much you can do on a legal level. There's only so much you can do as far as precautionary um, that you just can't you can't plan for. You can't avoid these kind of things happening, unfortunately. And that's that's the sad. That's, that's the sad thing. And if you if you look at just look at the American way, the life that we lead in America based on everything. And y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Most of everything we do is based off the uh, honor system. Is it not like you got that big campus up there and you just thinking that most of those people were raised to act accordingly mm -hmm. in a certain way. And you got the freedom to go there, there, there and there. And then this happens. And then everybody's sitting in the boardroom room trying to figure out 
How do we prevent that? But think about it. You go through the application process and caveat that I learned, you know, most universities will not admit felons. So if you think you're you're uh, avoiding or omitting the quote criminals, mm -hmm. then again, I, I have a philosophy. The only reason most people haven't been arrested is because they haven't been caught, not because they haven't broken the law. I agree. So again, I, I think you know the screening process itself should be a little bit more rigorous. But here's the thing: most mental illnesses do show up around around those college years. They so sure do. Maybe more support, and all universities have have counseling services. But I don't really think that they're really. I mean, it's it's only hey if you're having an issue then go see no 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 no. i think there should be some kind of mental health support because it's a transition going from your parents house mm -hmm. to college it really there is. was a tv show it's a different world and that and that's so true adjusting to college is tough for most kids so having the kind of mental health support psychological support i think is necessary for the transition supposedly this kid got bullied but again is who hasn't so yeah, that can't it, be an excuse that was like part of it it was like just Part of growing up when, yeah. you know, yeah. everybody gets bullied everybody. a little bit somewhere. somewhere. And, you, and you had, you know, uh, you know, when I grew up, you had to fight. Mm -hmm. right. You know, you, you know, but, I mean, you had here's to fight. the thing now. If you fight in school now, you get arrested. They'll yeah, send you great. to juvie. And I'm like, that, but that's a part of childhood. You fight it out and you move on. But now you're criminalizing what really is a part of growing pains. What you got, Dex? Um, I, I I don't know that much about the situation, but I'm just going to call it now. I think it was a hazing incident that went too far and maybe it affected this person. You know, I don't, I don't have any facts to support that, but this is what I'm picturing in my head that some sort of hazing incident went too far. Yeah, and he did say some, well, he, some, he yeah. made some comments to him uh, um, along, along those lines. He was a former football player. Mm hmm and he said, I think he said, I'm tired of y'all mess with me or something. So, but again, it's still not going to make anyone, I think, say, oh, okay, bless his heart. No, that's that's, it's really hard to feel sympathetic, especially when there are so many resources, so many, so many things, so many resources you can take advantage of. But again, if we, we have to normalize so much more in this country in terms of what's acceptable, what's appropriate, what's 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 the norm you know i'm gonna push back on you on that one because too many times you know a kid gets bullied they try to go to the teachers and both kids get suspended or something and so what that does is um it just penalizes the kid the kid that's doing the bully knows they're gonna get suspended anyway so they don't care but it just penalizes the, the victim of it and so you know what do you how do you solve that you that's, know what i mean that's an excellent point that, because yeah. I, let me just say this right quick. Uh, when my daughter was in the sixth or seventh grade, uh, this girl tried to bully her, and uh, she had told her to stop. It might have been that seventh seventh grade. And uh, so I always told her, I said, you know, somebody picking on you, don't be afraid. Go ahead and tell the teacher we're going to stop that. They do it again. Go tell a teacher one more time. They do it one more time. You take matters in your own hands because you got to be able to defend yourself. So they get in the fight. I got to say, Melissa won. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and she Good she job, Spud. Had, had, had a lot of uh, uh, witnesses tell me, Melissa, she got her. So we go to the to the principal's office, and the principal don't try to tell me. He say, well, well, Mike, I'm going to have to uh, – 
I'm gonna have to suspend both of them. I say, you gonna suspend my daughter and she defending herself? I said, everybody and I told you that the other girl started the fight. So what you want her to do? Just stand there and let her beat her up? And he says, well, I mean, our policy here, and I stopped him right there. I said, I don't care nothing about your policy. I told her, she did exactly what I told her. She told the teacher twice, and then uh, she took matters in her own hand when the girl kept on. And I said, and for what I understand, it turned out pretty good. So, <laughs> so I said, so you're not going to suspend my daughter for uh, suspend for defending herself. I mean, suspending, going home and mm -hmm. getting zeros. So he said, you know, I see your point. I really see it. So he says, I'm going to have to do something because they were both fighting. He said, I'll tell you what I do. I give her in-school suspension. No, she she gets to do her work. She just have to do it in, in school suspension. I said, I'll give you that. I said, but she ain't going home with zeros and out of school for a week because she defending herself. Wow. It, I think that could be onto something. I, I have a similar, like, I'm going to teach myself very, something very similar because at, when I grew up, it was a little different. But now it's, you know, the bullying and the, you've got the, you know, the... It's too much coddling around, around, and nobody's experienced bullying. And so the first time that you experience it, you're going to react because you've never done it before. But if you grew up and got picked on a little, like you're, you're, you react and respond differently. So when it happens, you don't lash out and go, you know, zero to a hundred and have this kind of reaction. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's something to that. I had an incident also with uh, my son, Jack. He, um, there was this kid, they actually happened to be on the same baseball team. And this kid was kind of picking on him and, you know, saying all sorts of, you know, hurtful things to him. And, uh, you know, Jack came over and told me and I said, listen, don't worry about it. You know, but if he puts his hands on you, just let me know. Right. And so then I happened to look over and that kid was pushing Jack and beating up on him. So I told him, listen, I'm, I'm going to let you know now you can say whatever you want to my son. This is a free country. You you can use your words, but if it gets past words and he you put your hands on him, I'm going to I'm giving him my enthusiastic permission to tune you up. And nothing is more embarrassed embarrassing than waking up from a concrete nap with all your friends laughing at you. If that is something you want, put your hands on him, but I want you to know what to expect because he will knock you out. If that's something that you don't want, I would suggest you walk away from this. And I said it to him, and he said, no more troubles after that. Wow. Yeah. I've got something where, you know, if if you do the right thing, you know, son, you're not going to be in any trouble at home right. at all. And I'm going to, and so if you get picked on, you know, if you're a bully, I'm going to, you're going to be in trouble with me. But if you see someone else get bullied and don't step in, that's like the ultimate, like, you can't, you can't let that happen. You can't witness somebody else getting bullied and not step in. But you know what's fascinating? It's fascinating how we send our kids to school and there is this culture, there's this hierarchy because most bullies parents, say that, most, most bullies parents are like, oh, not my child. Right. But there's something about when a child is away from their parents or away from adult influence, there's somebody that something, something happens on a social level. Uh, Lord of the Flies is a great example of that. Um, the what's that experiment? Oh, uh, that Stanford experiment. Yeah, Stanford yeah. experiment. Again, when left to their own devices, kids, we as humans, right. we just naturally either become aggressive or passive. So we're either 
we're either dominant or we're or we're dormant. And, and that's and that's really kind of sad and really scary because again, how do you prepare? How do you prepare a child for that? How do you parent a child who is a bully? Right. Um, and maybe and, and believe it, I'm sure if we were all honest, we've all been on both sides of the coin. We've right. bullied yeah. and been bullied. Right. But again, it's it just appears I don't remember us shooting up a school. I don't remember us, no. you know, trying to kill ourselves. I don't remember a lot of the stresses and the things that these kids are now experiencing and resorting to because of bullying. Because again, it's it's a rite of passage, right? Isn't I, it? I got a story that I can't tell on air, but I'll definitely tell you when we're on break. It's it's crazy. You won't believe what happened, but yeah, go ahead. So the I guess the difference in our generation growing up is the, there was no social media and social mm. media bullying is Pretty a bad. real thing yeah. and you can't really police that. Right. I, I mean, there's just nothing you can do. But well, it, there is because technically don't you have to be 18 years old to have these social media accounts? I'm sure. So as know, a parent, if you're allowing your child to have a TikTok or yeah. Snapchat, 13 then, actually for it's 13 for 13. Yeah. For Facebook. Well, I don't know about Facebook, but I know with like most social medias, you if they ask, are you 13 or older? Oh, that's ridiculous. But most people don't even care. Yeah. But they they just yeah. give their kid a phone and put social media right. on. Yeah. But but it's the lack of attention. It, it is. That, a lot of parents. A lot of, and to me, the more bullies, I majority of the couple, not that it's a ton, but a couple of bullies, the majority of them didn't have a m very much attention at home. Well, I, I know, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, and that goes on all scales because you can say maybe let's just say from a low income home they're working okay from a high income home they're on a trip you understand so the kids are isolated left either to way their, left to their they, own devices. They, they left to their own devices and so you know to your point that makes a lot of sense but i noticed today that in this world now that I see a lot of parents being dominated by the children. Mm -hmm. I, I I see it mm -hmm. every day in a museum setting. Mm -hmm. And I just sit back and I watch and I say, Mom, you gonna you gonna fix that? Yeah. And 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 no, and the kids talking back and gonna they're gonna put them in timeout. Yeah. <laughs> I wish my daddy would have put me in timeout. Right. right. The only timeout I seen was the back of that hand. That's the, and I'm telling you the truth. And and I didn't turn out to be a bad guy because I was disciplined. Well, here's the thing, though. I hear you when you say that, you know, the single parents are working so the kids are home. The parents are affluent so they're traveling. The kids are at home. Don't say that to a Gen Xer. We are the original latchkey kids. We we originally raised ourselves to stay, stay at home, learn how to cook, and, and not kill ourselves. While okay, our I mean, work. I had to do that so, too, but I'm just so, saying. So I, I, I'm not buying that as an excuse. I definitely think there's a, there is a, an evolution in the parenting styles. Absolutely. Um, is it less weapons? That, no, I don't. I don't think that's the answer. I I do think yes, there is the way that we, and we have to blame ourselves as Gen Xers in terms of the way that we've decided to parent our kids, which is. You know the participation trophies yeah. and oh uh, you know let's uh, talk it out yeah. oh, use your words and so we're the soft ones and we've made our kids soft so we have to own that in terms of what we the monsters that we've created i disagree with well you. well cor correction i wasn't using that as an excuse i was using it as an example that that's what i see a lot of mm -hmm. now i'm not saying that that's the reason 
But I'm saying it's a lot of that to where the kids are by themselves. That's how, all. How is that not a reason? I'm I'm saying that that's what I see. That's that's a lot so, of it. So you're saying I'm not that, saying I'm not saying that's the sole reason. But you're saying that's a reason. That's what we talked about. I'm saying that's part of it. Is I it? do believe that's is part it? of it. Is it? Yeah, I, I think. You're, but there, you do have a point there, and we were softer than than the generation before us and now our kids are you know softer than that and yeah. we got a just bunch of wimps that, that run around like it's the wussification of america i completely disagree with you i completely i agree with oh gee i think i think it is a lot of wimping going on mm. i got my ears whooped do you hear me mm-hmm. I, if i got in trouble i got i got whooped and we're more violent have more anger issues than in than you can imagine because I, as a result i mean i you know, it wasn't no go stand in the corner for no five seconds. Uh, it, it wasn't none of that. Yeah, completely. Well, it's a whole other discussion. Let's yeah. get back to sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of the sport of well, we we own sports. <laughs> we, we we did kind of go there, didn't we? That, yeah, we did. That, that trickulates into that. Uh, Good uh, talk, though. Good talk. I'm, I'm 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 down for it. Y'all, we're gonna take a break, take a breather. We'll come back. Let's talk some soccer. The World Cup is coming. Stick with yeah. us. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. We are back. We are back. T Bird is just. I don't know. There you go. You can like Cass if you want to, Chase, but. Uh uh. (laughs) Gentlemen, World Cup is coming to the first Arab country. Can we say that? No, you can't say that. No. Oh my gosh. Really? I did. That is so North Georgia. I know. I know. We're, we're talking Thank soccer, you, by the Georgia way. Georgia public uh, school education. That's right, you know. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. World, World Cup is soccer, by the way, T yeah, Bird. Just, World just, Cup is just to clarify. <laughs> it starts November the 20th, runs through the 18th of December. Will you be watching, OG? Yeah. This is this is the Olympics for soccer. Although they do have soccer in the Olympics, but this is at, <laughs> at the level, at, at the level of worldwide just eyes watching this because it's every country you know that that has a team is going to be playing well 
Yes, they, they every country wants to be playing in the World Cup. You know, the 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 biggest news I've heard about this so far, T Bird, is folks trying to figure out where to find liquor. Really? Yeah, there's oh, like a, a map yeah. or something because you know. Oh, over there. Over, over yeah. there. Over there. Oh, uh, Quatar. Yeah, that's, that's Quatar. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, that. I saw how you did that. That's uh, I guess you're now, not gonna uh, be invited now that's to the over Emirates there so, near the United Emirates, isn't it? That is part of the United Emirates. Uh, yes. Okay, so you know, over there, you you gotta you gotta be bringing it because they uh. No, you can't bring it. They won't let you bring it. I mean, I mean, well, that's what I mean. You gotta be. You gotta be on point over there. Yeah, they don't play. They'll, they'll cut your hand off if you steal they'll, something. They'll find- they will. Won't they? Won't I don't they know about next? Qatar. I don't think Qatar does that. But yes, in the past, that area of the world has been known to dishand you, if you will. Yeah, they'll get you. Uh, I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I can't tell if this is gonna be a, a brighter dumpster fire than Twitter. Right. But because it's. They spent way too much money on those uh, on those stadiums. They're yeah. only going to use them for this. All those people died in the building of them. You've, really? we've, a- it's revamped the uh, you know the conversation modernized slavery. It's revamped the conversation on uh, corruption in FIFA. There's whole teams that are, probably aren't going to go. There's major players that aren't going to go. Really? So you're not going to have a real World Cup. It's and then then now the fans they're not going to have liquor. Like, come on. Then then on top of that, they're breaking a contract with a major sponsor. If they're breaking a contract with a major sponsor and that sponsor pulls out and then other people decide not to go to the country because of something like between the LGBTQ issue and the no alcohol. I mean, allegedly, allegedly they 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 permitted at the event, but like it's not permitted in public, um, just legally. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute, I'm lost. Y'all, y'all help me now. You can't have no liquor in Qatar. 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 Yeah. Qatar. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we call it Qatar. Okay, so you can't have no liquor in the country. No, that's a Muslim country. Yeah. The liquor is really? not permitted. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, it's weird because there's places that you know, like America. Who hotels, picked this place? You know? Yeah, the, the people who received the most money is yes. who picked it. That's how that works, and that's why there's all the controversy. Well, that's part of I the mean, controversy. It just—it was just this whole powder keg of just crap that just yeah. got put together. The corruption, the slavery, mm-hmm. the, deaths. You know, yeah, all the deaths, the heat. Yeah, like, it's people idle. are not it's idle. a buck twenty. It's yeah. a buck twenty over there. And then they yeah. had to put air conditioning on the field. Yeah, I mean, it's just the whole thing is that be done fell out, man. Yeah, man, that oil money goes far, I guess. So, so who are some of the major stars that are not gonna play? Nobody set voiced it, but there's been sources saying that didn't want to go on the record that you know they're looking for reasons to get out of it. So, uh, it just yeah. doesn't sound like it's gonna be fun. It's just it just sounds like it's major gonna be... Debbie Downer buzzkill. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. FIFA I mean, got a new president. The president of FIFA got. Had to resign or got fired or it's okay. He'll he'll sleep on that big pile of money that right. he had. So absolutely. Oh, they bought him out, bro. They do it every year, like or every World Cup. A bunch of people get bought out. You know what I mean? This is how it is. Oh my! You how watch, Russia got one? Like, come on! You watching any of the games, T Bird? The I might watch a couple of commercials. Commercials? <laughs> yeah, they they're gonna be on uh, what NBC? I don't know. Who covering? Them? I'm not watching mm. it. I'm not You're watching. not? You heard it here first. I'm not watching it. What? Boy, that's news. Hey, I cannot support slavery. 
Well, oh, well I, 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 okay, I, that, that's I, I, why I, I, that's why I'm not watching yeah, yeah, either. Yeah, <laughs> Right. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, so, we all got a line. So. so a couple of other news in soccer. So New York City agrees to a new soccer stadium that's privately funded. So no taxpayer dollars. That's what they say. And it's going to be in a premier spot next to, was it Yankee Stadium? Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be in Queens, Queens, actually. It's oh, going to be in Queens, okay. not the Bronx. And then also, um, there's a, I, I don't know if it's number one, but it's in the top 10 Netflix, uh, a soccer movie. They they don't make baseball movies anymore, T Bird. They they've all transitioned to soccer movies because <laughs> because of the rise in popularity. What, what soccer movie? It's called. It's. I'll literally show you because you're not going to believe. Name me. a soccer movie, OG. Bend don't look. Like, Ladybugs. No, no, I said. Your Bend name it like ain't, Beckham. Y'all's name ain't OG. <laughs> Bend it like Beckham is a soccer movie. So it's called literally not a soccer and then football with a slash through it movie. So I'm gonna. Sh- oh, I gotta sign in. I gotta, I'm going to pull this up for you just so you can believe me, but it is in the top 10 of Netflix. A soccer movie? Well, soccer movie. Yeah, yeah. The only other soccer movie I knew besides Bend It Like Beckham was Pele. Oh, yeah, the one Victory with, uh, I guess. with the anamorphic lenses and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or no, no. It, I'm talking about the World War II movie. What? It's called Victory. It had uh, Rambo in it. Or not Rambo, but uh, no, Sylvester Pele. Stallone. No, the, no, Pele, the, the oh the yeah the, the soccer one. player. Yeah, but Pele was in that movie. That's why I thought you were talking about. Nah, him. he was. Uh, he also had a movie about him. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was called Pele. Oh, yeah, you know, I didn't know Pele was in a. Oh yeah, he what? did a little bit of acting. What was he? He was a soccer player. Not in that movie. Yeah, he was oh. a soldier from Brazil oh. that you know got captured by the Germans. It's a long story. All right, so it's called a soccer football movie, and but in the title, the word football has a slash through it because you know they call it football in other places. It's a movie. I don't see it in the top ten anymore, OG. Well, it just came out a month ago, Mo. Well, 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 OG, oh. they update that like. I don't know. The, the top 10 updates quickly. <laughs> well, OG, since you the soccer guru, I know you're going to be watching every World Cup no, game. I don't, have, I don't have time to watch. What you mean? Now we go. Everything. He ain't got time. Dex is, the soccer, time. Dex is the soccer guru. No, you just you. you just I, throw hate towards time. me. I, I Imagine hope, that, Mo. Imagine that. I hope Brazil wins, <laughs> to be honest with you. I hope either Brazil or Portugal win. Um, you know, I would like to see Ronaldo win one before he's done. But this may be Neymar's last World Cup, also. Well, if they win, you ain't gonna never see it because you ain't gonna watch. I'm okay, but the principle of it is I'm not going to support. Yeah, let's uh, see the highlights. It's yeah. okay. I'll see so, the highlights on YouTube. It's fine if right. I need to. So, last, okay. last bit of soccer news. Um, it's there's a divorce happening with the um, Atlanta United, and a very, very, very integral part of the team these last few years. Joseph, Joseph. <laughs> Martinez. Yeah. He's not coming back next year. Um, are we surprised? We lost the custody battle. Well, I, I think when I when you first started seeing his suspension by the coach, uh Nick Nicks and Nats and all that, you kind of knew it was probably coming. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know I I felt like it was probably coming. And yeah. uh, you know, it, he's a very good player, and I never thought that. The reports coming out that he he was disrupting the locker room would come out and and, and to be true and apparently they were. 
Yeah, I think it all probably started with um, his injury in 2020, mm-hmm. um, the ACL tear. Um, um, and then, and then the team's not winning the cup. Like, I mean, just yeah. the, the team is not playing well, and it just—I'm sure it compounded from there. Yeah, flipping a table it doesn't help your cause either. <laughs> but, but you know, again, that goes back to what we argued about weeks ago, uh, Dex and OG, is that I hate the fact that people can borrow your players, or, or they have to go over here and play and do that. That messes to me. That's a stupid rule. And it messes up the chemistry of your team. I think in soccer, you really got to have some great chemistry. It messes up the continuity of your team. And and I, I just hate that. I don't want – it's just like, okay, I got Mo and OG here. And then every two or three weeks, Mo and OG got to go over there and sub over there and, and do that show. I'm pissed. Yeah. Because that's messing up my continuity that we got here. I'm sorry, you have nobody to pass the ball to. You. Right, and and we've we've you know certainly been down this road many. I mean, you understand many. you understand my point though, right? But in the in the last five times you made that, <laughs> yes. You know what? I'm tired of y'all getting smart with me. I'm sick it's, of that. That's I, the only, I'm, I'm just gonna tell you that. That's you know, the only uh, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. He's got it for soccer. Y'all yeah, sick of with us? So we're gonna wrap things up with some NFL talk. Come we're going we to handle This is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report, live at Mission Road Studios in Cartersville, Georgia. You can catch us every Friday, 6 o'clock live on Podbean. You can like us on Facebook, any streaming service, Spotify, and certainly follow us on Twitter at The Couch Spot. 
Very good. Very that well. Rolled Very right well off the tongue. Done. Excellent job, Mo. Right. And don't forget to mention next week. Oh, why didn't you just go ahead and mention it then? Why do you drop your phone like that? I know. Because, yeah. I know. I'm okay. sorry. People are going to think I'm a bad producer. Well, you know, because, that's, that oh, doesn't do it. Because you're driving. That's why. I'm not driving. You are. So drive. You haven't had dinner yet, have you? Mm-mm. Okay. Getting okay. hangry up in right. here. Right. Right. Now, how come she can always stomp my toe, but I can't stomp her? Because, well, you know, she's those mine. are the rules. What's all that? Hey, everybody, just so you know, we're going to take the next weekend off. One of us has to be the adult in the room. Um, yeah, we gotta, we're going to, you know, take the holiday off. We hope you, everybody has a good holiday. Eat some turkey for me, yell at an uncle, whatever. But yeah, Mo, why don't you um, drink some whiskey? <laughs> I mean, you've been practicing all week, so, but yeah. Uh, Mo, why don't you, why don't you uh, take the wheel from here? Well, thank you for that, hey, I suppose. Welcome. Yeah, you high know. five. <laughs> <laughs> really? That? Is, that, is that what I did too? Yeah. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> okay, so there's going to be a video out of Mike doing the, the bank head shuffle, just so you don't know. Hey, OG, I did this. <laughs> You know what? So, Something's wrong with you. So, well, I'm I'm glad you're in good spirits after after again. I, well, I want to talk just a just a bit. I know we're going to get to NFL in a minute, but um, your Hawks watched them Wednesday. They looked horrible, 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 and we're hearing rumors again about John Collins possibly being traded. What? What is it? Every every time we start to think this team is 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 moving forward. And again, the same issues that I pointed out. Mm-hmm. No good play from Capella. He only played 18 minutes and nothing from the bench. Nothing. And 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 since we traded Red Velvet, we don't have no three-point shot. I think we're shooting three, uh, 33% or less from the three-point line, which mm-hmm. is horrible. So, I, I, you know, we've said it many, many times. And I'm going to say it one more time. John Collins, I really think he's a great player. I think he's not being coached up properly. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really think Nate is most of the problem for this team. I just don't think that Nate is a good coach. He's not, but, I mean, they shot 21%. They jacked up 32 three-pointers. And, and only he made, made no and adjustments. Only made seven. So, it's, I mean – I can't. I find it hard to believe OG that he's not saying, "Hey guys, let's." I mean, let's drive take the to ball the- to the basket, right? Are you and and like we said, or at least mo- like you and I said, everything's going great. It's going great, but the second that they hit some trouble or some controversy, they're gonna try to over adjust. And and trading John Collins is not the it's answer. Not the yeah. answer. That's that's not the answer. He needs to be coached up, OG, to where. Uh, in the offseason, he should have been working on his post play, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 I, I don't see any sign of that. I, I'm, I'm just disgusted with I like Nate, but Nate ain't the guy. I'm just telling you, coaching staff either. It, Got his son on the coaching staff. Son ain't played in college. There was like 15 years ago, the Dallas Mavs had a coach where it was all offense. Maybe it was um, D'Antoni for, for all I know, but it was all offense, no defense. And, and he wanted the Mavs to shoot 53-point shots, uh, you know, for a stretch of games. And, of course, you're going to miss m- most of them. And since you're shooting threes, you're not shooting two. Of course, you're going to lose all the, a lot of those games, even when you hit. No yeah. defense. And, and so it, it's a recipe for disaster. So if you don't adjust and you just throw up three-pointers just willy-nilly, it's, 
you're just going to further compound the, the issue. And if you looked at the game, Mo, like I'm sure you did because you text me every so often, uh, when you shoot those threes and you miss, you get them long rebounds. Mm-hmm. The other team does, and they go down Fast and get easy baskets. And Nate stands there with his arms folded. Sometimes you, like I said last week, you got to coach in the moment, make an adjustment with your mouth to your players. Not all the time. They ain't scared of him. They but, don't respect but, him. But, exactly. And and I was sitting there at home saying, all right, guys, we're not making threes. Let's get the ball inside. Let's drive the ball to the basket and uh, so we can go to the line and shoot free throws. It's just that simple. Let's one, two, three basketball. And so last week we talked, the, the Hawks had just beaten the 76ers. And then they immediately, at home, they immediately flew and played in Philadelphia and got their tails whipped by the 76ers who didn't who looked off that game uh-huh. and then you know we play the bucks and you know we we win but last night celtics like celtics were missing two key players and mm-hmm. still and still blew us off the floor us. i just we are not a contender in the east until we fix this issue until we fix it now i want to ask you guys when we can nate who's next up in opinions I, I don't know. I, I, don't I already know. got the answer. Emei Adoka. I knew yes, he was going to say that. Also, I did too. And did, did I not too. call that like weeks ago? Yes. He's cheating and, off my homework. And look, mm-hmm. no, nah, I, nah, I said that oh, first. I, no, 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 Gonna give him my magic, uh, my magic city coupon. So remember that my VIP pass. I don't, I don't agree with y'all. Y'all always try. I, look, let me tell you something. Y'all always trying to team well, you know up what? on me, and I'm getting tired of it. Right. Let's let's switch gears. Let's switch gears. Talk a little bit of NFL. The last unbeaten team went down. Um, Philly lost to the command. I'm sorry, to the Commanders. Yeah. On Monday night, um, were they exposed? Was it a fluke? Is it just a part of the season? So the commanders played that game in, they had a very good game plan. Ron Rivera coached those boys up and they had possession of the ball yeah. for two, th- I mean, two thirds of the game, they had possession. So when you keep Jalen Hurts in that offense on the, on the sideline, nothing they could do. Nothing. And they converted their, they did everything right. They held onto the ball. They ran the ball, which opened up the pass. They converted their downs and, and they stopped the run. Like, well, picture yeah. perfect. I agree with you, matter matter of fact. I, everything you said twice they, in one night. They held, uh, no, they held Philadelphia but, to two hundred and sixty four yards. But total. it's the it's the NFL though. It's hard to go undefeated in the NFL. It is. It is. And it's it's the NFL. So, you know, that's another pro team that's playing on that side, and they gunning for you just like you gunning for them, and they had a better game plan. Forty that minutes night. to less than twenty. It's a yeah. time of possession. That's crazy. And so Ron Rivera, they coached, they played, they executed the plan. You know, they, they had a turnover too, but that didn't stop them from executing the plan and staying with it. And so I, kudos to to the commanders because, I'll be honest, I didn't see that one. You know, that wouldn't have been one the game that I picked them to lose. Yeah, and they had um, 152 yards rushing. Um, speaking of rushing, are we seeing a resurgence of the running back? Yeah. Led by Derrick Henry. That dude is... He's a monster. 
I wouldn't want to tackle him. I mean. So, so the NFL has the highest rushing average in more than 20 years, almost 30 years uh, since 1987. And coincidentally enough, they have the lowest number of passing attempts uh, in the same since 1987. And just doing some, some homework here. I, I had a couple thoughts. I want to see what you guys think. So there's been, there are more dual threat quarterbacks than ever before. They can take the ball and run. Yeah. You know, Lamar Jackson, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, you know, even Josh Allen, the guys that can run. And then you've got these hybrid running back wide receivers, the Debo Samuels and the, and the, um, our guy, um, Patterson. Patterson, yeah, Cornel Patterson. And then you've got these Christian McCaffrey guys that are just so happen to be titled a running back, but could just as well be a wide receiver. And and to me, the more the Cooper Cup, you know, he gets three, four handoffs a game, that's gonna inflate those numbers. And you only have fifty-four on average plays, offensive plays a game, and you have, you know, three or four that are used up by by running uh by wide receivers that are running, you're actually gonna get less less passing. So the other thing, well, I guess let me pause there. What do you guys think? Is that is that feasible there? Well, well, what I uh, what I, I I agree with you a little bit, but I, I got to disagree with you for the simple reason that I will think that the running game is going back on the up in the NFL when we start drafting running backs number one again. Mm. Fair point. That is a fair point. I Number two on my list here is decline of great linebackers. And there are always going to be some. But Penn State is not referred to as linebacker you anymore. You know, it's yeah. just, that's like an old nickname. There's there's only a couple Khalil Max and, and you know, the, the others out there. But there's not... Linebackers today are smaller and faster than they are Brian Urlacher types. I agree. With, I agree with that. And so, therefore, they're you're not a 250 pound linebacker is not going to be able to tackle a 250 pound Derrick Henry as easily. Yeah. And then the other, the last one I have is very creative running schemes. So you've got you've got these wide receivers that can run. You've got these elaborate where offensive lines can pull and push, and you've got two tight ends. Set. All these this these options on how to run the ball, and quarterbacks that are smarter than ever on seeing defense, reading defenses that can then call that audible and and run. Hey, I, you know, I am um, I'm wondering how much of these you know does the scheme planning have to do with protecting quarterbacks and not using them as much? You know, because you know you factor in CTEs and things like that. I'm just bringing that up because it comes to my mind when they spend all this money on a quarterback. And then, you know, you get look like you look at Tua, for instance, and, you know, you end up having those situations. So NFL teams have paid more late in the last five or so years on the offensive line than maybe ever before. So, I mean, certainly protection is is a big part of it. Now, there's only so many great offensive linemen out there, yeah. but the, you know, the offensive linemen are getting paid more than they they ever have before and has increased at a higher rate than most other positions. So I don't know, maybe that's kind of a coincidence, but I'm not sure if it's like a direct impact. Okay. I don't, I, I, you know what, with the quarterbacks, I think that they need to, the quarterbacks make a lot of money. 
<laughs> but I think they need to let the quarterbacks get hit the way they did but in the past for the simple reason. Now, don't try to kill him. You know, don't don't uh, don't try to use you know terrible, men. but like just a regular sack uh, when you can throw the quarterback down. Don't pick him up and throw him back like they did Terry Bradshaw. But a lot of the penalties that they're colonized for the simple fact that they're they are protecting them, and and that's that's hurting the game because that quarterback is out there just like that cornerback that's going to get bolo punched just like that lineman that's going to get bolo punched i mean he makes a lot of money to be protected you ain't protecting nobody else who else you protecting okay and i understand why they do it too because the quarterbacks they drive the game Mm -hmm. okay but at the same time i think you gotta let the offensive lineman tackle you can't tell a guy to stop in mid-flight and 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 don't hit the quarterback. He he just let the ball go. You 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 got to find the medium there and correct that because it's hurting the game right now. It's, oh, should we just resurrect Deacon Jones then and let him play? I, you know what? You you they took the head slap away. He came up with the head slap. Yeah. And uh, so you can take those things away, but you these guys they can't stop in mid flight, guys. I agree. Like in the two step, it's two steps. But but you're going, you know, you're going you're full going speed. Twenty twenty miles an hour running, you know, full sprint. You you can't stop in two steps. I don't care who you are. You, you can't do it. And watch what happens when one of these guys pulls something. They, you know, they're trying to stop. They go. Right. They're gonna blow a hamstring out. I, I think there's definitely some over. We went one step too far in that in that regard. And I wish it was like if you can see the player trying to pull back. I think they try to do that now, but I, I think we they, could do a little try. better. I think we could do a little better on uh, on just hey, if you're trying to stop, like you know, like that. We appreciate that. No penalty. I, I wish it was more like that. I don't know if I ever will be. Well, go back to greatest sack. That was just a football sack. That was just a football play. And Jerome Bulger just he blew the call. That was just a football play. Yep. And that's what it's done got to because the officials are overcorrecting. Correct. And. So, and if you like, just because you don't see somebody's hand, uh, the D lineman's mm-hmm. hand on the ground, doesn't right. mean like he didn't do it. Right. right. So, good talk, gentlemen. Good talk. And we could talk about this all night. I think it's sad, um, the evolution of the game, but it's necessary. But it, we, this was going to happen sooner or later. Football is a violent sport. Nowhere else in the world is this sport played. Um, as big as it is in the United States. And, and I, I just, I just, I think I find that interesting, but I think that, yeah, 20 years from now, this game is going to look a lot different uh, than what we all grew up with. And I think it's going to affect the fan bases. But that's, but that's where, that's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. Yeah. You know, maybe it's because if you if you're if you're a quarterback and you're standing there ready to throw and you get hit in the back, the first thing that's going to happen is your neck is going to snap, and I I totally understand that. I think if you get hit from the front, like I don't care if you're a wide receiver, who you know running back, whoever, you get hit from the front, you're gonna your body's going to react differently, and so I don't think it's too complex to try and make calls based on which side somebody's coming on, but. Maybe it's the fact that quarterbacks are defenseless. You know, you know they don't see it happen. coming. 
it's gonna get to a point where you can't touch the quarterback at all. No, nah, that's the and if if it does that, they're gonna lose most of their audience. Of course they and will. And I'm yeah. probably gonna be that's, one of them. And that's not football. That's it's that's not that, football. That's what you fo- watch. That's, it's not really football now. Well, that's why that they're gonna have to decide that if you play the game of NFL football, that's a possibility that you're gonna get hurt. And you can't fix the game. You that coach telling that player to go, go 100%. I want you to go 100 miles an hour to the whistle blow. Again, like I said, we'll go. you can't stop in mid-flight. And you you can't penalize that defensive lineman for going all out. And then, he get, and then he getting hit. But as a coach, it's past time to re-coach, retrain your players. They are. I'm not believing. Yes. I'm not buying that. They are re-coaching. To, they retraining to, them? To take the helmet essentially to, out of any hit which yeah. goes to my my rant a couple my my um what do you call those things the rants that i do to get you all riled up tell me why tell i'm me wrong why tell wrong. me why i'm wrong <laughs> that talked about why we should have not have pads or helmets in football because it'd make the game safer i was just thinking about the whole rugby what? argument right yeah. yeah. oh uh, we, we don't have time what? they talked about <laughs> rugby style hits we don't have time. what but the no, thing Pat, is, rugby, they're, I mean, move, they're both moving the same direction. It's not as... You're going to destroy mm. the game. They they already trying to go as least amount of passes as they can. But if you have the, no pads, these guys going to kill somebody. Nah, the pads give you this this sense of... Uh, this false sense of... false of, of, uh, sense of... Uh, I, I don't, I don't, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. The pads are almost offensive. Because I don't... Yeah. I played the game. I if, don't agree with that. If you... If I were to get you in the, sh- if I were to get, you, well, maybe not me, but if get it some, some Khalil Mack, you know, type person, some super buff, ultra fit guy hits you with his shoulder pad versus hitting you with his bare shoulder, it's going to feel the same to you because his shoulder is super strong and it's, it's rock solid. No, it's not. I don't agree with that. Y'all just, y'all just keep that to yourself. I played the game, so I, I don't agree well, with that. Gentlemen, um, hopefully uh, next Thursday we'll make up for this and you'll get plenty, plenty to eat, T Bird, so you won't be hangry uh, when we come back. So oh, next week good, is Thanksgiving. Um, happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Um, hope you are able to have a blessed and wonderful fellowship with your family and friends. Appreciate y'all. I'll miss y'all a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> And, and this year there'll be the first Black Friday NFL game. Don't forget. So we'll really? have we'll have what? Thursday three Thursday games, one Black Friday NFL game, and then in two. Uh, Mo, you gonna be shopping, ain't you? No, I don't do that. Oh. No, you're not gonna buy OG? Nothing. You gotta go with your thing. wife. Everybody does Amazon these days, T Bird. I know times, it, man, man. but it, hey, it's still some clowns out there leaving mm-hmm. at five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I had to go buy Walmart today, and I I got anxious because it was just too many people. I'm like, what are y'all doing? People get waves from me i'm cheap so thumbs up that's merry christmas that's what you get from me hey man hey everybody have a good thanksgiving all right gentlemen y'all have a good one it's been a wonderful evening tonight again join us two weeks from now we'll be back live here at mission road for the couch of the sports report this mo better t-bird and the other guy good evening gentlemen any final words yeah don't forget to share the show with your friends Uh, that's a great way to support us also there's a link for uh, Podbean. So if you ever wanted to start up a podcast, look for it in the show notes. You can get a $100 um, credit for to advertise to an audience. So Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm just I'm just glad that we agreed so many times tonight. Well, I'm just telling everybody, go out there and do it the way you do it. And we are out.